Hey beautifuls and welcome to the School of Mum Life. I'm Christina. I'm Christy. And I'm Linda. And firstly, we'd like to thank everyone for the support of our first episode. Um, it was so great to have so many of you listen. We're so happy and we're so excited. And so tonight we are bringing you confidence. <laughs> so confidence means so many different things to so many people. And we just thought we'd talk about what it means to us. Right, ladies, who's start? <laughs> so I think there is I think there's so many things that interrelate with self-confidence. So you've got like the self-love and you've got the self-care. And to every single individual person, they're all gonna have a different definition. Um and it's not till you really sit down and you think about that and you write that down on paper that your mind kind of starts connecting the dots to each individual thing and you actually start becoming more self-aware to how you're self-confident and how you practice self-love and how you practice self-care. Mm. How do you feel like you came about your thoughts on your confidence? I think mine was definitely, I like, I self-confidence was not even on my radar until I'd had kids. Oh wow. Like, it was something that I hadn't sort of even thought about mm-hmm. until I had had kids. And you are responsible for this tiny little human being that you've produced yourself. And then people start saying to you, oh, you need to start looking after yourself. And you need to, you know, take time out for yourself. And it's not until you sit down and your hair's in the mum bun and you're in your pajamas that's got baby spew on it and you haven't had a shower for three days. And you're like, shit. Yeah. Mm, like, look at, look at me. Like, I haven't really been practicing that self-care. And then the further on, the older your baby gets, and you start going out places, and you start getting back into the way your life used to be. And it wasn't until I started wearing those non-pregnancy clothes, those non-maternity clothes. I haven't got that yet. <laughs> I, went, I went shopping. And I'm like, mm. and you're like, and you get to, I think I got to a point where I was like, I've let myself go. Mm. I've just stopped, I've stopped caring. Like I've yeah. been so into looking after this small child that I have put myself second. And it's probably always going to be like that. Yeah. But at some point, I think a wee bit flicks inside your head and you're like, to look after these small children... I've actually got to start looking after myself. Like you can't pull from an empty cup type thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, I was thinking about like my self-confidence and um, mine goes back to like my teen, late teens and early twenties. And I felt like I was so confident. 
I, my body was how I wanted it to be. I didn't give a crap about what people thought of me. And then from about 25, it just went, you know, kind of on a downward slope. And like you said, after kids, I'm still wearing the pregnancy, pregnancy mum clothes things. Um, but I don't know, it was actually the other day, I was like, oh, I haven't worn makeup in so long, but I want to, I want to put it back on. I want to feel good about myself. And then uh, a friend of mine, she works for Easy Buy and they had this beautiful sample sale and she came over and I'm their perfect sample size huh? in the in the plus size. <laughs> but she came over with all these beautiful clothes and I was thinking, oh, it's so, so nice, but where am I going to wear it? And then I was like, no, they're beautiful. Why shouldn't I wear them? Why should I just be in my track pants and oversized jumpers? yeah and then if you're not feeling confident how are you then supposed to stand up for your children and fight for them yes. for what they need? Mm. so like healthcare schooling you know the rights and wrongs and telling people to piss off with their opinion <laughs> and you know like please don't feed that to my child his digestive issues oh no it'll be fine no it won't so you know you really do have to get yourself to a point where you feel confident so you are capable of doing you know fighting for your small person because they will let's face it everyone says put yourself in you're always gonna put your kids first aren't oh you? definitely yeah like let's just like get rid of that myth you know, the kitties are gonna come first. Yeah. And like I remember some people saying like during those first few months of which I had a prem baby, she was five weeks early, and we spent mm, two weeks in the NICU unit. Shout out to the neonatal trust and the NICU teams around New Zealand. But um you know, even though I could do much with her, the most I could do for myself was shave one leg and not two it like in the same shower and that was my yeah you yep. know yes. <laughs> and to like get it up in a bun as opposed to keeping in a bird's nest was yeah. self because it got it out of your face so you could see your child and avoid the pooplosions you know like <laughs> and I'm you know like it's all those sorts of things and it really shows privilege when they say go have a massage <laughs> you know what's and that it's like, oh, how am I supposed to do that you know like I would actually rather you know have someone cook me dinner for a change like um yeah mm. so I guess that's things sort of like about that side of confidence but then yeah the things that make me confident I've noticed clothes like I know they're materialistic but I dress for me not for men um, and I think with you know when you look after yourself in that way and maybe put a bit of makeup your skin just looks a bit healthier so yeah because you look you kind of feel healthier and when you're healthier you just have that kind of extra 
element of confidence. So I've dated someone who was colorblind. So I couldn't tell if I got my hair dyed wearing makeup and lipstick or, you know, anything about clothes. Um, and so anytime I did get dressed up, it was never for that person because they actually couldn't see it, <laughs> you know? So that was just my thing for me, my confidence boost. So like, I am all for the materialistic. Well, that's it. As well, they say, like, often men don't notice exactly what you're wearing, but you will. You'll notice how you feel in your clothes. You'll notice how you, like, the colours that suit you. I mean, so why would you dress for a man that's going to, they're going to notice that you look good. Like, let's be honest, they, they do. But you want to put on something that makes you feel good. And I think that all comes down to also not competing, like compete for yourself, not for the person that's sitting next to you or the person that you watch through Instagram mm. or, you know, the person across the street. It all comes down to being your own individual person. Yeah. So what so, do you think of yourself as confident? What what in you do you have confidence in? Like when you see, look at yourself, what is it that you go, you know for what? For me, for me, um, I am quite confident in the fact that I am self-aware. Mm-hmm. So I am self-aware of my emotions. Yeah. So I know if I am struggling mentally. Mm. I know if, like, I if I feel if I'm feeling something, I generally know why I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also well, I think like uh, the noticing of your own emotions really helps you hone in on like what's going on in your head what's going on in your body if you have moments where you are feeling really crap if you don't really tune into it it can spiral out to something that's a lot worse than what it starts off to be and then i think that also comes back down to your own self-beliefs and Mm. your self-doubt so if you are like if you're not in tune with your emotions or your thinking and your mindset, then you can kind of start doubting yourself. It's like one big emotional circle. And then that can start affecting your physical health as well. Like the whole self-care thing where you, I don't know, don't drink water, you don't do skincare, you don't get dressed. Yeah. Um, So that's again, how everything will like intertwine into each other. I think also the like you know how everyone goes on about women's intuition and that you know we've got this inner thing going on in our head that's telling us something you know what I don't even reckon that's women's intuition I reckon that's your confidence if you have the need to believe in yourself then that thing that's talking to you you're like yeah no I know what I'm feeling yeah yeah it's the person yourself to follow that intuition Mm. Um, and to be confident in your decision to follow it as well 
Like, so to me, it's taken me a while, but I know that I'm confident when I make a decision and I'm just like, yeah, that's it. That's the one. And I back myself. Um, yeah, with like no, with no hesitation, you're just like, boom, you make yep. that decision and you stick to it and you back yourself 100% and you just watch your confidence. And I yeah. think that's when it also makes decision making a lot easier the next time round because you've had that wee boost of confidence making that decision. And even if you make that decision and it doesn't work out, like say you make that decision and it just goes completely the wrong way, then that's also a learning curve that mm-hmm. you can put in practice for next time. Yeah. Like we're yeah. constant we're constantly learning and evolving through this whole self-confidence, self-love journey. It's not just an overnight process. You're not no. just gonna you're not just gonna wake up and boom, you're gonna have all the confidence in the world and you're gonna love your body and you're gonna accept your flaws and you're gonna have this perfect positive mindset. Like it's something that you gradually have to learn and sometimes you have to make mistakes to get there. Yeah, and there's a science behind it too. So um, this is a a self-googling thing. So it takes, so with the habit thing, you know, it takes three weeks to form a habit. So it's not just about, okay, I want to get up at six o'clock every day without hitting the alarm. And that's the habit that you want to have. There's a brain, like some chemical reaction going on. And the reason why it's so hard to get out of bed and break the habit is because your brain loves the chemical it produces with pain. So if your existing routine is to hit the snooze button 10 times, your brain loves it. So it's trying your brain to adjust to a new chemical and then the new routine, a new habit. And that's the same with things like doing things for yourself, prioritizing yourself, making sure that you're your confident self. It's gonna take practice because your brain doesn't recognize the new chemicals that comes with the joy of making that successful decision and not feeling like a failure if it doesn't work out, but knowing that it is learning and knowledge for next time. And then it's just like building up again, even like the weekly facial masks. Um, you know, you'll have to do it a few times sometimes if you want that to be yourself here and get into a habit. Um, but it really does come down to your the brain is very addictive mm. and <laughs> that's what gets us in trouble sometimes. <laughs> um, if we can, you know, stick with it and trick it into, you know, this new chemical is okay that it's producing um, and have it, you know, addicted to the good one that we want, um, the rest kind of flows. And of course, once you've done that change, you know, once, and you're like, okay, I've made this change. I now know how to make another change. And you do that. And then the third one becomes easier as well. So I'm not sure if it's exact science, but there is a science. Yeah, I can can totally see that. It makes sense you saying that because when I am 
in a good place with my mindset and I'm confident and I get up and I get dressed and I've got my makeup and hair done. And I, if I do that for a week in a row, I get addicted to feeling good. Mm. And then if I have a couple of days where I'm not feeling so crash hot in the mindset department, I crash and burn. And instead of taking 10, step back, 10 steps backwards, I take 20 steps backwards. Yeah. yeah. Your brain does have muscle memory too, which is its other downfall, in that it still recognises the old chemicals as its favourite. So um, just having that toolbox of things that work for you help you get through it um, back to where you want to be, um, which I know is really hard when you're in that place of, I just cannot get out of bed today. I cannot even shake today. So when those sorts of things happen, it's like, okay, well, at least get out of bed, walk around and jump back on the other side. If you can't shower, just wash your face. You know, the bare ass minimum is enough. So if you're struggling, do your BAMs, bare ass minimum, and just go from there. And that is a success. I like that, the BAMs. Yeah. That's going to be a new thing. Yeah, <laughs> let's make it a thing if it's not. <laughs> so what do you see like as a good starting step for somebody? I mean, as you say, the, the getting up and, like, you know, when you get going on this motivation thing, I know me, I will go out for a walk every day and then something happens and I go, oh, I'm just going to skip it today. And then that skip it a day goes on to another day, on to another day. Like, how do you just get that motivation to keep it going and push yourself? I wish I knew. Christina. I mean, like, if I, I think chocolate every day, I'd be happy to do it every single day. That's not a problem. It's a really easy habit, but you know, like the good habits for us. I think I've really had to learn over the last probably four years to really not beat myself up and be really harsh on myself when I don't meet my self expectations because we're all our own worst enemies. We're all yeah. our own worst critics and we will set self expectations for ourselves that are through the roof, yeah. that are sometimes not realistic. And I've had to learn to definitely not beat myself up over it because otherwise, in nice terms, excuse my French, it's a mind fuck. Yeah. So there you go. It takes you back to the bare ass minimum. Mm. Exactly. It might not be going for a 10 minute walk, but it might be going for 10 meters to the letterbox. True. I guess when you start, it's like that whole age old saying with baby steps, you know? Mm-hmm. Literally yeah. take the baby steps to get going there. Yeah. Start small, work your way up. What do you want to see yourself more confident in? I've stumped <sighs> everyone now. <laughs> that's, that's something of actually, you know, we can think about ways that we are confident, but I don't think I've ever sat down and thought about which ways could I be more confident in myself. But that's something to work towards, you know? It is. Like, that's a goal. That's definitely... And I think that's something that everybody that listens to the podcast, that's something that they could think about as well. Like, 
what's something that you want to be more confident in even oh. if it's not even if it's not within yourself Here's what is something one. that oh here we go <laughs> more confidence to not say yes oh yes to say no i'm going to take this a step further without feeling bad about it yeah without feeling guilty so um here is oh the mark the life giving magic on not giving a fuck Mm. i have read that yes it's on youtube and it talks about um what is it like the polite no thank you yeah and that is like so it's sort of there's two things like putting putting your energy into things that are going to serve you more that are gonna bring you joy or that are gonna um pay off for you that are gonna instead of saying yes to meaningless things that you are going to regret or that you are just saying yes to because you are a too nice a person and you are too scared to say no because that's the kind of person you are so it's about just saying no thank you have you guys heard of the unhelpful yes oh no sounds like a a really good yeah is it the unhelpful or the unserving yes anyway i will find it and i will put a thing up on our um page as well uh one of my counselor friends found it and it's it's brilliant it says exactly what we're trying to say is the yes that doesn't help you so oh yes you might want to help this person for 10 minutes but that's 10 minutes that you've lost doing something with your friends or your family or for yourself and it's you might want to say yes, but really, is it the right yes for you? Yeah, yeah. We should put a list of these things in the show notes. I think so. Yeah, like a wee resources type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would be my thing. That would be my challenge to people is not say yes without saying sorry. Well, yes. to say no without saying sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or even, even just think about before you say yes to something just think about like is that serving me yeah Mm. like without becoming a really selfish person of course but like you know is that actually serving me any purpose in life am i going to get anything back from that am i you know is it going to bring me joy yeah it's not going to help you it's not going to help the person who asked you because you'll probably do it half-assed because you don't want to be there yeah exactly and kind of knocks your confidence of being a good friend colleague family member really flow on well linda and i talked in uh i did one of her counseling sessions and we were working on like my career my confidence and where to go on things and um, it got me really thinking about it and like I do photography on the side, I do writing on the side um, where my confidence in that is so low that I'm constantly looking at my work and going, oh, it's not good enough to put out there. It's not good enough to show people or if they're going to look at it, they're going to go, 
what she's showing me this for. Whereas I need to get rid of that and go, well, even if they did think that, that's their thing. My confidence is going to put it out there because it's something I'm enjoying. So that's what I'm trying to build on. And your photography is stunning. Oh, thank you. (laughs) And yours too, Christina. Yeah, you have beautiful photographs. Well, I'm actually like having withdrawals because of course I can't do anything at the moment because of this lockdown. So like when the lockdown's over, I'm going to be back into it all guns blazing. So we've got only a couple of minutes left, so we better wrap up. But next week, we are going to have our friend Lisa come in and she's going to talk to us about postpartum bodies and um, how to get your pelvic floor back in place. Also, she's going to talk to us about baby wearing, which I tried and failed miserably at, but she's fantastic at it. Woohoo, sounds good. So we've got a lot of confidence stuff to work on this week. Yes, yeah, we've got a lot to think about. A journal prompt for the listeners. Okay, so this is homework. This is going to be a homework podcast. I'll be checking your homework on the next one. I want to take take pen and paper, whatever. I don't know. Maybe dictate it to Siri. What does confidence look like to you? And then I want just three examples. So three bits of evidence about your confidence. Okay. So looking at what does confidence look like as a whole? And what would be the And then three things specific pieces of evidence to you about how you are actually confident. Awesome. I'm gonna do that. All right. It from the list. I don't know how I'm going to check your homework, but I'll know. I'm a mum. know things. She has eyes everywhere. <laughs> okay. Well, thank so, you guys. And thanks for lovely. the you too. <laughs> awesome. Can't wait for next week. Yes. Bye. Right. Okay, bye. Bye.